2: This is the besotted pride of West London podcast. And we are in some sort of Masonic Lodge, it seems, in the middle of Ipswich. There's all sorts of cavernous activity going on. There's spiders, there's goblins, there's a guy with a tambourine in the corner. There's all sorts of rats and everything. However, we don't care because we have got three points from a rather thuggish, ruggish bone team called Ipswich Town. We went there today. We, don't, we weren't sure exactly how it's going to go because we knew they were going to be tough. But in the first minute, they showed us exactly what they are about, giving Alan Judge a right good kicking in the first half to break his leg and basically put him out of the Euros. Cheers, Ipswich. However, the Bees were strong. Professional came back, went 1-0 ahead and basically took the piss. We're happy, Bees, now. Three games in a row, nine games scored in a week. The Bees are back. Everyone's talking about goal scorers and we haven't got good enough players. We're good enough for the division. This just goes to show, doesn't it?
3: Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a good, solid, all-round performance from Brentford who could have been really put off their stride by the thuggish behaviour of the number 19 from Ipswich Town in the first Higham. minute. Hiam, thank you, yeah. Um, it was. Uh, I was disappointed in Ipswich Town. They thought they really were a pretty poor team. I guess that Mick McCarthy is probably not going to be around after this season if they're, they're not going to get rid of him at this stage of the well, season. Well, they're talking about him going to Aston Villa. The odds have dropped, apparently. Well, I feels very sorry for Aston Villa fans. I'm not certain they deserve that after the season they've had to have McCarthy land on. Well, apparently
2: they've had the, the worst set of managers ever, so it wouldn't probably make any difference,
3: would it? Well, that, anyway, let's let's re- not talk about other teams. Let's reflect on a very solid Brentford performance. And what's so encouraging is that we're re- we are ending the season on a good run of form. Um, not much left to play for now. Let's see if Lasse can continue in his goal scoring form and take us in. And the best of luck, as you said, uh, Billy, to Alan Judge, who you've got. a Really feel sorry for,
2: Savvy B. I mean, uh, this is your, this is on your your circuit, your eighth game. I mean, like you've you've got your your quota happening today. How did this feel for you to actually see the Bees once again knocking three goals past the away opposition?
4: Uh, well, I was, I was there at Forest, uh, we won 3-0. I was there on Tuesday, we won 3-1. I was there today, so I must be at some kind of lucky mascot. you Are going to come next week? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, but, um, yeah, I thought uh, we, we, we played really well. Um, especially first half, I thought second half. We got very sloppy towards the end very sloppy last
2: that, that M- McCormick goal was a little well, that we gave away the, the, penalt- the, the goal that we gave away from them where we lost the ball at the edge of the area McCormick tried a bit of tackers didn't he lost the ball to them and uh, yeah. they scored
4: but, but to be fair up until then I thought McCormick was really good I yeah, thought he was he was the one that wanted to get the ball on the ground I mean, we were, Ipswich were lumping it and we were lumping it back and stuff like that but as soon as it got to him he would first thing he did get it on the ground turn start playing it about again I mean that,
2: that, that I'll just say that move was unnecessary because he could have done anything there but he tried to do one of these silky skill let me no, do a little s- and they just like thank you very much see you later but listen but anyway look the bees I mean we're down to a little bit of bare bones because I mean we talk about the injuries this season I mean it's getting ridiculous I mean Alan Judge again he's out well for the rest of the season I mean <laughs> have you got anyone left?
4: Uh, no, we, we are struggling, and it seems like um, it's a certain thing recently because we've, you know, he's, he's struggled with having wanted three more lonies in and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but in a way, it's probably helped us because he's had to. He, blood? Yeah, he's, well, not only blood, but I think he's, he's had the choices made for him. So today it was quite clear that, um, you know, Canals would play, Woods would play back with McCormack, you know, there was no, no other choice. So he's just been given these players and there's no choice and he just sets the team up as best
2: he can and I'm just interested today because obviously we've had players got in that have been slagged off and you know judges Blue Bay's been being slagged off coach melbourne has been slagged off you know was there anyone that actually impressed you today from the beast
4: uh, yeah somebody I normally slag off and that's uh, Saunders I thought Saunders had a great game he's the best game he's had for us in a long time I was very very impressed he was really up for it played some good football as well uh, sensible football and I thought he was fantastic and scored a really nice goal got the Ipswich boys
2: in the corner of this, this cavernous vault here, you know what I'm saying? The bats, we, we, we've swerved the bats so, so we're okay here though. Now I, I met the Ipswich boys at the top of the hill earlier on, they were quite confident you will get a result but um, it didn't quite go to
1: plan though did it? I was confident of a sneaky 1-0 and a crap game and I got half of that right, <laughs> it was definitely a crap game from our perspective and um, yeah the setting off didn't help.
2: I mean, I said the sending off didn't help, but to be fair, the guy that got sent off got sent off probably 45 or
1: 48 minutes later than he really should have, though, didn't he? The old Haim. Hi yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, I'm going to do a Wenger. I didn't see that one. I, was, I, was, I looked away and everyone kind of thought, oh, that's a, that looked bad. So I didn't, oh, the second one in the second half we were just talking about, the one on Varney, actually, I thought was more of a strike. So what happened in the second half as well? That was um, a similar. Kind of the ball went away from him and our striker sort of... Launched himself at your your I don't know who it was, it was right but it was yeah oh, Colin. At Colin yeah and it, yeah off the, ground, off the ground out of control, our control kind red. of looked a bit of red as well so basically so should have been a straight red so the referee did the old blind spot again yeah potentially it could have been yeah no, I think he maybe felt sympathetic towards us because at that point yeah it was nine minutes game over definitely and. Yeah, we just yeah, didn't turn up today. So I mean the thing is that, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna say this as well, I mean Ipswich Town, you know,
2: last season we don't particularly great with the style of football, but last season you were there and you're competitive. Different definitely in the first half it changed and you, you weren't the same team at all. You're really flat. But second half you seem to up your game a bit to be
1: fair. Yeah and that was McGoldrick. and we mentioned that at the start, he's you know a creative player, he's an outlet, but you know the big player that we miss is Murphy, and that that was the difference last season. You guys know all about Murphy at you know, Griffin Park at Christmas or whatever. We missed that. We missed that focal point, and we didn't have it first half. But Sears, he's bright, but he's stuck out on the wings. Yeah, just. But talking about Freddie Sears, I'm going to ask you a question. How the hell did he miss that open goal in the second half? He hit it too hard, didn't he? He, he just tried to hit it too hard. Um, yeah, I don't. We didn't think we were going to score, so that the goal we scored at the end, I think it was just... The one that we gave to you, so oh, here you go, you might as well score, here you honestly, You were doing your best for us, so thank you very much. We were trying shots from all over the place, so it was good to finally get one, but yeah, Sears should have buried it, and maybe the Sears from last season or earlier this season, he would have...
2: So, I mean, where do we switch go from here? I mean, this season, next season, is it all about McCarthy? Is it... Change. I mean, I've had a few Ipswich fans texting me saying we're really happy for this result because we need to actually kind of, basically, reborn, rebirth ourselves. We have to change. I don't know if it's McCarthy in, McCarthy out. Whether or not you need to sort of, kind of, just re, just change what you do. I don't know. What's, what's the vibe?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one because. McCarthy yeah there's a lot of people sympathetic with McCarthy because we were in so much trouble when he came but you've seen the style of football today it's deteriorated from last season when we were competitive and winning games and not winning games now so it's, it's dire but there's kids in the background we've got a good academy similar to Brentford and they're not getting a chance you just, I just we don't trust the ownership to make the right choices if McCarthy was to go to Villa or to be sacked? Who are we going to get in? You know, I just don't know. So There's no strategy off the pitch, and on it, it's not brilliant either. So, honestly, I don't know. Hope for a, you know, bit of a resurgence in the summer, chance to rebuild. But I don't trust anyone to get it right. That's the... So you're a despondent tractor boy. I'm a little bit, yeah, a little bit. And there's a lot of people talking about not renewing season tickets, and that's sad, you know, because that's it's your club. And I think got no faith in the owners, no faith in the manager. And if they're making decisions like that, then that's sad, isn't it? After 20 years, for me, it's, um, yeah, no thanks, you know.
2: I you sweeping the sawdust from under your feet. So it's just like the, the way that the Bees were sweeping the goals
0: in the back of the net earlier today, Sweep, wasn't it? Yeah, sweeping Ipswich from under their feet. Um, yeah, it was, to be honest, um, although I, you know, although I uh, shouted a 2-2, uh, I think what we saw today is everything that is, and I've long long moaned about Ipswich and Mick McCarthy and um, we saw all the bad things about Ipswich and Mick McCarthy today, um, overly physical obviously Judge paid the price for that uh, if anything I, I kind of feel that I might have calmed Ipswich down a little bit after that um, because it, was, it looked horrific I wait till I see the, the replay before I absolutely um, crucify uh, the player. But um, it, it looked horrible, um, like, and I'm, I'm very, I'm actually gutted for Judge. But, but I think that this this is what happens when you you know you feed a team when you feed a team raw meat and um, send them out for the kill. And, and you know I just I I'm not you know overly happy with football played that way.
2: It's interesting as well because you know we're talking about the judge, um, the situation, and the, and the foul on judge. But the Ipswich boy is saying to us that was nothing on the foul in the second half, where they said to me that, that they reckon that yeah. one of their players should have gone I, straight
0: off. Yeah, I, I I actually called that. I called that a straight red um, in the second half, and I was more convinced that was a sending off. Actually, I know I know the judge injury was way worse than the Woods injury, but I was actually convinced that that was a sending off. And well, I mean I'm a long way away, but I was convinced that was. So look, I mean the bees, three yeah. games in a row, three three goals. Three nine goals, three goals a game. What's the panic? Well, we the, the reason we panicked, and we did. I think we all we're all guilty of it. Uh, maybe you a little less than some. Um, but the reason for the panic was that the team had no confidence, and they and they basically um, didn't look like they were going to score another goal. And you and, and I know we all go through periods like that. But I think we were we, we were just nervous because I don't think any of us could see where it where it was coming from. Um, and there's still an argument that says, you know, if um, Viva hadn't come on for Rodriguez by by default at Nottingham Forest, that, that maybe things wouldn't have turned out the way. Because Viva has just been exceptional since he's come back from okay. the international break. OK, that's fine. It's not one-man.
2: But that's not the point. The point is, OK, let me come back to this. The point is, people turn around and they'll say something like, Viva is shit. He's not good enough for this division. You know, this player is shit, he's not good enough for this division. Now, the thing about it is that these, obviously these claims are unjustified because they now come up there and they show that they're better than Ipswich, they're yeah. better than the other players, and you go through periods where over, maybe over the season, you have ups and downs, and also the worst, you learn.
0: The, the worst thing you can do in football is to try and make a decision after you've seen a player play three times. You need to, you, you know, you need, you need to look at what's going on around them, and, and although there are players that we signed in the summer who... I'm still not seeing anything from. Um, I I certainly had never written off Viba. Um, I'd never written off Colin, and I'd never written off Barbe. Um, all three of them look like decent. Have always looked like decent signings to me. What about what about Viba? What about I'd right him off. What about K.K. today? He did a few interesting little things. The move where
2: he set up the goal as well.
0: He did set up the goal, um, but I think he—I think he basically uh, went into a, uh, w- you know—went down, went down into the end of a road where he basically had to turn around. I—I um, I think he—I think that was. I'm not going to call absolute brilliance from Kirschbaum on that one. Um, I just think he was in a cul-de-sac and had to turn around. But you happy B? Yeah, I'm a very happy B. Very, very happy.
2: The punts, man. Yes, indeed. I mean, so listen, three games in a week, nine goals. Unbelievable. Everything's just turned around, isn't it? Is it like the cloud's been risen from your head and, and everyone can be a little bit more rational about the way they think about things? Do you think so? Uh, well, personally, I, I was never one of the guys
5: that was saying, yeah, we're going down, we're going down. Oh, my God, we're going to go down. I'm going to put a bet on against us because we're going to go down. I was always like, no, we'll be okay. All the way through it. I did get nervous a little bit, but it's all turned around Um, we are I think we've been lucky with the order of the teams that we've played and we've been unlucky with the why not we're we're lucky with the order of teams that we've played but we've been unlucky with the order of teams that we've played throughout the season and playing uh, playing Forest team with like us no confidence getting that lucky goal and everything has just been put right I mean by the end, like Alan McCormack, give you an example, Alan McCormack at the end of the, when he did that stupid little thing. Rubbish. He's having fun. And, 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 and he was having fun on the pitch. He and it was. was too much fun. Too much fun, but at least they're back out there having, having, having fun. Yeah, fun, yeah,
2: Fun's good. Fun. Not when you give away a goal. No, nah, but three and up I mean <laughs> it's not yeah, but you, we, we did get nervous. At, we did get it's nervous at that point before. Oh no! It goes to three-two. So, um, we, did,
5: we played three games in in a week, and the, our squad's not the biggest. We've had a lot of injuries. Even Canos, who started, looked he looked knackered from the side. He didn't look f- fit at all. Um, so I think we're we're all right. The team's a little bit tired. They got a bit of ball. Bit, bit of time off now. We'll go down the spa. Oh, the spa! Yeah, we're going down, the,
2: go spa. down, then go down, down the spa. Yeah, yeah.
5: relax. Um, and yeah, everything. It's all good. It's all good. Look, yes. Look
2: forward to next season. We do look forward to next season. Build, build
5: towards next yeah. season.
2: And this week's podcast should be quite good. Everyone tune into that as well. On Wednesday, we're coming from another pub in West London, and uh, we got uh, we got the u- few of the usual characters. A few of the usual characters can't make it as well, but we have got a couple of guests. And one of the guests who who is not overly happy with what's going on. Actually. Crescent Park at the moment now, so it'll be interesting to hear. What well, his views is what he's saying as well. We just we get him in view because listen, we like you to come on and have your opinion. Everyone has their opinions and they'll say and you discuss it. A lot of people have refused to come on because they're happy to do it on the internet, but they won't come and discuss it face to face. But this boy's coming on saying, I ain't got no problems coming on and I'll give my opinion, which is all good. That is what it's all about freedom of speech and all that. Lot. I'm gonna go over the corner here and I can see if I'm gonna to talk to these Ipswich boys in the house. Ipswich boys in the house, sorry, can I talk to you on the podcast no, there? Listen, listen, on the body. No, 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 no. On, listen. You ain't doing it, no. I've got Ipswich man in the house. He's not overly happy about how they've gone on, however, so we've not got to talk about the Ipswich side of things, but there is certain things that you're happy about today, isn't there? And I quite enjoyed watching Brentford play a decent game of football. Good and, stuff. Really, and what, what was it that sort of, kind of warmed your cockles? I like the passing, I like the endeavour, and I like the, the idea that at the end of the season, with nothing in it for either team, you kind of wanted it more. Okay, but I'm just saying, interestingly, because obviously you play a different style of football than what we do, do you kind of secretly hope that maybe you did a similar type of thing? Is that what you're saying? I just want us to be successful, actually. Playing any type of football? Not perhaps any type of football. I'd like to be a bit entertained for my money. But I think I'd like us to change our style of football and then be successful. It's interesting. So changing your style of football, does that mean changing your manager? I mentioned that to your colleague previously. Is that a yes? And if it needs to change our manager to be successful and change our side of football, yes. Whoa. Controversial stuff here from the Ipswich Hull. Respect to you guys here. We weren't obviously happy about you kicking us around the park, but obviously you weren't either because you like real football.
4: Well, actually, did, did, did you did you see the tackle apply?
2: The first tackle wasn't right, but there's a tackle in the second half, which is terrible as well, yeah. uh, on Woods, where he should have got sent off. So, but anyway which is all good respect to you guys yeah. next season we'll be back down there again t- and we look I'd, forward to I'd seeing you I'll tell you what though I did enjoy my trip to Griffin Park I'll bet you did <laughs> it's,
3: it's a real real
2: ground yeah, it's a real ground I'd, it's very I'd, summery I'd, and I like the pub in the corner ah the Griffin yeah, yeah. yes it's indeed alright have a nice mate <laughs> so happy happy bee. oh Jesus Christ there's a guy in the tambourine he's still in the corner here with the tambourine also just quick I'll be back in a minute I just want to have a just quick word with this guy because you've been listen tambourine man the tambourine man give us a little shake up so, so tell me, who are you? Are you the Ipswich tambourine man? Oh, I certainly am. No, no, I'm not actually, he's the Ipswich tambourine man. Ipswich tambourine man, tell me, so you're the Ipswich tambourine man, but you're yeah. giving you a tambourine to this character over here, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. But I'm sure a bit more like this, you got like that. So um, listen, you guys have lost 3-1 today, but you don't seem too happy, you don't do sad at all, do you? No, not really. Shit happened. Shit
3: happened. We'll be back. So you'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. I mean, listen,
2: I've listened I've never seen two happier people in all my life. We're in the cavernous pub, you're shaking your tambourine, you're you've got some pom poms, and, and uh this is the best pub in Ipswich. Yeah, listen, so listen, today not great result though, was it? Uh, we haven't played for weeks, mate. No? <laughs> we'll, we'll yeah, we'll be back next week. You'll yeah. be, and you'll be back next season, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, champions by Christmas next year. Right, okay, sure. <laughs> nice one, yeah, cheers. See you later. So listen, we talked to the tambourine. Man, he's a right character. So listen, lady, we've just chatted to tambourine man, and to be honest, if they seem a little bit like us, it's like, but they lose, they get the tambourines out, they start shaking things, they start drinking, and they probably get carried out of this pub and they go home. It's quite, quite an interesting attitude, isn't it?
6: I think he's pickled, mate. I yeah. think <laughs> he's been drinking quite heavily, quite steadily for about a week or so. But um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy, mate. That was um, another, another three goals. I feel desperately, desperately sorry for Alan Judge, as obviously all Brentford fans do. It looked, it looked terrible. His reaction was terrible. We're hearing it's a fracture. Um, he's going to miss the Euros. You know, we're, we're all, we're all hoping that he was going to go and play in France and do well for himself. Um, he deserves to finish this season. He's going to be the Brentford Player of the Year, and you know, it, no one can say a bad word about him. And just to see him in agony is, you know, something you never want to see. Um, Brentford I thought after that it, they used it as a as, as an injection they they, they they kind of I'm not saying they did it for 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 judge Eva it helped it spurred him on um you know and that number 19 getting him sent off seemed to be on the card someone was gonna either get him but in the end he got himself sent off his reaction um you know I, I just how how players like him can, can earn a living? It just it, it made but
2: ironically, it he got sent off, and we had nine minutes extra time that he created. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. There
6: was it certainly was an irony about you know him him getting his justice in the in the extra time that he'd created. But um, you know. I don't know what happens with, with players with injuries like um, Alan Judge. He's, he's probably spending the night up here in hospital, is he? I, I, I don't know. But, you know, if he if he, is, if he does listen to this, you know, we just give, you know, give out all our best wishes from everyone at the fanzine, obviously. And on behalf of all Brentford fans, we just hope that you can make a full recovery and, you know, it, uh, hopefully you'll be back in a Brentford shirt early part of next year.
2: Yeah, indeed. And i have said, Alan Judge... Our commiserations going out to Alan Judge like I said gutted I mean I spent bloody hours the other day trying to get tickets for the Ireland Sweden game in, uh, in, in, in 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 Paris the other day because we are out to the Euros and wanted to go out there on the way up from Marseille and all the way up to Lons um, I thought it would be a nice little stop off and it's a real shame and I'm gutted it's not, not just for me but you know pride as a Brentford fan going out there to see a Brentford player going to be playing you know for his team and he must be gutted as well so respect for all the Beast fans going out there but listen for all the, all the Beast fans to Alan Judge but Look, it's started Pride of West London podcast. Listen to the podcast on Wednesday. It's going to be a good laugh. We're here in Ipswich. We're in the cavernous place with the tambourine men and the doves and the, and the, 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 the bats and the... St. Jude's. St. Jude's. It's, it's quite mad and it's good. And, and it's a good vibe. The Ipswich people are really cool to be honest. I think they're... To be honest, from what I can feel, they feel a little bit embarrassed about not only the way they played, but the way that they dealt us up today, the way they put Judgy out, the way they tried to take somebody out in the second half and basically the football they played. And what we can get is an underlying feeling that...
1: Yeah. You know,
2: McCarthy. They're not sure they wanted to go. He's done a lot for the club because when they came there, they're in a lot of trouble, and he got them out of a lot of trouble financially. But I think it's got to the situation where they're thinking there might be a natural parting between them, and, uh, them. and I think some of them are secretly hoping that he does go to Aston Villa. But
6: isn't it nice that we're talking about other other teams and other clubs' woes? You know, ours ours that were quiet real and um, the jeopardy is gone mate we, we are we can enjoy the rest of the season um, and you know we can see some of these fringe players now and we can we can look forward to we can buy our season tickets hopefully and we can look forward to the fixture list coming out next year
2: yeah, and talk about fringe players it makes me laugh as well when the team sheet came out and uh, Nico wasn't on it people were aghast going oh my god Nico isn't playing I mean that's you know three or four months ago I've
6: got to say about Lasse Vibe today and the last two games he has been exceptional and um, his third goal was like um, it took the breath breath away really he hit Flicked it with the outsider's foot, curled it in the bottom, the far corner of the net. It was clinical, like really clinical. So,
2: so the question is, he rubbish then? Is he not fit to place people boots? No, is he well, not good enough?
6: I, well, I, he's a popular player. You know, a lot of people sing his name. You know, I know that I know a lot of people do knock that continental, but I mean, Barbay Colin, Vibe. You know, they, they were exceptional. They they've been exceptional in the last week. You know, they, they you know the recruit the recruiting um, has come under a lot of fire, and, and not all of, not all of them have been a hundred percent success. Not all of them have been a twenty percent success. The, but for, that's the, that's the way it is. And you that's also
2: been know. agreed by. I mean, it's been tipped by people in the recruitment process that said it hasn't worked out hundred percent. But you've also got to give players credit where it's due. You know, and that's the thing, especially as a Beast fan. And to me, Lasse Viva, he obviously seems like he's a confidence player. And if you flip and slag him off and this, that and the other, he's gonna be in all sorts of And
6: don't forget we've got the LNs to, to to come back next season. We we really haven't seen anything of him. Um, you know, there there are there are injuries, you know, Yotta um, was a huge, huge loss. Again, cheers Ipswich which you put him out for the rest for the first part of this season. You know, our season might have been very different if Yota had been around and you know what happened afterwards may not have ever happened, you know, the fact is he was fighting his way back into a team, he'd back from injury. So, you know, if he'd have been in a in a if he'd have been in a consistent starting position, you know, we we may st- he may still be a Brentford player. So, you know, I I have to say what I've seen in the last three three matches has really restored my faith and we are, yeah we need to build, yeah we do need players. But
2: and we've got players coming in, so which is good.
6: Yeah, so all all is all is very positive. So I'm gonna make my way back to West London now and have a couple more beers. So cheer on the bees.
2: Come on, bees. So look, Pride of West London podcast. This is the podcast on Wednesday. It's going to be interesting on Thursday morning. It might be a little bit edgy, a little bit gritty. But listen, get all your points of views in. Pride of West London is where we're at. Also, just check us on audio boom and on iTunes as well. But listen, we're very happy with the episode. And what we'll say is, come on, you, you bees!